Now, normally, I mean, I moved here, my own choice, because I knew Texas would stand. But what Texas did this week with ESG is inexcusable, inexcusable. What, are we going to let Florida lead the way on everything, Texas? And quite honestly, I think, and I don't know this world, but I think this actually hurts the anti-ESG movement that is going on in states all over the country because Texas was, eh, I don't know if I want to get involved in saying anything bad about the banks. We'll get into that and I'm gonna ask for somebody to talk me down from the tree if that's possible. The, uh, the West Virginia treasurer who really is leading the way on this. We'll talk to him in 60 seconds. I want you to imagine something for a moment. Every time you use your phone, take a call, respond to a text, get on the internet, look at cat videos, anytime you do any of that stuff, you're sending just a little bit of money to a cause that you absolutely don't agree with. You know, Planned Parenthood. Every time. Now, imagine the exact opposite. Every time you use the phone, you're sending a little bit of your money to fight for causes like the First Amendment, Second Amendment, hell, all of the amendments. What do you say? Switch to Patriot Mobile. There is a parallel economy that is being built, and it is important that we support the people that can offer us good service at a better price first. And what do you say? They don't even have to be involved in things. Just don't hate me. Don't hate us. You know what I mean? Want to serve your customer. Like your customer. I know it's crazy to think that. That's what Patriot Mobile does. And they also go the extra mile. And they are actively involved on the things we care about. Special discounts are available for veterans and first responders. So join today. Make the switch. 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Do it now. Riley Moore is with us. He's the West Virginia State Treasurer. Hello, Riley. Hey, Glenn. How are you? Thanks for having me back on. You bet. I wanted to ask you if uh, my feelings are valid here. And you may not want to get involved. But uh, I think Texas, what they did, sucked. Uh, And I think because, if I'm not mistaken, Texas, at least in school books, Texas is a lot like California. What Texas does, a lot of the red states do. What uh, California does, the blue states do. Um, 
when Texas just decided to take on BlackRock alone and only the E, so they're protecting energy, but not the people, um, and then only took on BlackRock and not the banks, is that a good thing? You know, Glenn, I applaud Texas for putting BlackRock on there, but I hear your sentiment. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed because you look at the list of those other banks, European banks. I don't really care about Credit Suisse that much here in the United States. I don't care about UBS. I mean, certainly I do because they're part of the movement. But in terms of the entire ESG movement in this country, it's our own financial system that is doing this to us. Yeah. So- I, I mean, this is why you have to... Yes, the E is the way that we can really fight this, but it, they're all doing the S and the G, right? Whether you're talking about J.P. Morgan Chase paying for abortions, uh, the rest of these financial institutions, we've got to list these folks to stop this nonsense. Because they can just shift their money around. And it, it, it outrages me that only BlackRock, as you said, all the other banks are foreign banks, Nothing about U.S. banks. Why would they have done that? What deal did you know, they make? <laughs> I'm, I am not sure. You know, I don't know. I've not gotten any insight into what happened there. But I, I got to say it's disappointing. And to the listening audience around the country, have to in these other states where this bill has passed, this cannot be the bar. We've got to move beyond this. Or if we're just looking to check a box, we all lose, and now we're all under control. God, it is. It, it, I mean, I just don't get it. I'll sit there and I'll talk to congressmen and senators in states and the nation uh, all over. And, you know, you'll see those who roll their eyes. You'll see those who deeply get it. And those who are just, just starting to hear about it. And it's like, wake the F up. Wake up. Our our liberty is literally on the line. And I just yes. don't get it. I don't get it. No, no. And we let this go on for a long time. This didn't start last year. This didn't start two years ago. It didn't start three years ago. To get to the point we are right now where they're able to use our own capital against us, control our economy, control policy through that capital. I mean, they're setting the policy in this country, not through the ballot box, because they can't get it done at the ballot box. We have to turn this back. We have to stand up and fight. And this certainly falls short, in my view. Yeah, and I'm, I'm concerned just about, I mean, Texas, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with us. I really don't know what's wrong with us. How is Florida? Florida's really good on ESG, are they not? They are. They yeah. are. And, you know, each state is set up differently. And as I recall correctly, the governor has more authority over banking contracts and the pension boards and things of that nature. Every state set up differently. And Governor DeSantis has been doing a tremendous yeah. job because he's taken back control of those proxy votes. That's something we're doing next year here in West Virginia in our legislative session. He's able to do it through executive authority. We need legislation to do it. Explain what uh, explain what the proxy vote is. This is this is so ingenious on the left. It's it's beautiful the way they've done it. It's elegant, simple, and deadly. 
to freedom. Explain what the proxy oh, it, vote it, thing is. It, it, it really is. It's unbelievable. Um, you couldn't uh, write a better story. No. <laughs> uh, so the, the proxy vote, and this is part of the problem, you have a duopoly. There's two proxy vote advisors out there, ISS and um, Glass-Lewis. Pension boards look to those advisors on how to vote. They control roughly 97% of uh, all proxy votes. They advise on 97% of all proxy votes. When we contract, let's say, the state of West Virginia or Texas or Florida with BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard, whoever it might be, in the contract, they control those proxy votes, right? Because we're in passive investment vehicles like an index fund or things like that where there are votes attributed to that. They control those votes. Then they accumulate those votes as asset managers and then vote against our own interest here in this country or in the state of West Virginia, like you had happened with ExxonMobil, where they were able to accumulate enough votes to say, you know what, you're an oil company. Good idea would be let's vote to reduce oil production by 20% last year. Bet we could use that right now, but that's not part of their agenda, right? So State Street, Vanguard, BlackRock control 25% of all votes cast publicly traded companies in this country. 20% of all votes cast in every 25. major company. 45 or 25. 25, okay. 25. 25% yeah. of all major companies in the U.S. Think of that. Power. It's all publicly traded companies, 25%. It could be a little bank in West Virginia. It could be, um, you know, Boeing, ExxonMobil, whatever. They control 25%. Now, you think about, like, majority shareholders in some of these publicly traded companies. We're not talking, like, 50%. 30%. I mean, it's smaller percentages because obviously there's so many shareholders involved in publicly traded companies. So it doesn't take much to have the majority in power. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Riley, the um, uh, who are the best states on this? Who, who do you think is? Well, first, before I ask that, did we put into any legislation? You see anybody put ESG or any uh entity or program like that because they're going to change the name esg because we've made it very unpopular that's right you know just how woke doesn't exist now and critical race theory is not real right um yes there there will be you know they control language obviously in this country so they will change that as well um you know I think there's good legislation that has been passed in Kentucky, uh, in Oklahoma and Tennessee. I think they have a good bill in Texas. Now they do have the ability in that bill in Texas. Maybe this is just their first cut at it. He has the ability, um, the comptroller to go back and revisit that list every year at his discretion. Um, I, I think the bill is good. It could be strengthened. I understand Texas state legislature is looking at doing that again. I hope so. Um, I, I'm, I'm hoping they do. But, you know, there's a multifaceted approach to this. It's dealing with the banks, the asset managers, proxy voting. I mean, we have to fight this on all fronts. And then you have the uh, attorney generals that are coming in on this SEC role from the government side where they're trying to control emissions 
all the way down to company supply chains where they're going to have to report this, which is total insanity. And uh, so you have the federal push that's also happening. Congressman Andy Barr has been a real leader in this uh, congressman out of Kentucky. He's been doing a great job. If we can get back control of Congress, I think that will do, go a long way in the White House to bring us back to where we need to be in our pension funds in particular with his bill. It just says all you can do is assess risk and return. That's it. And then I want to see some antitrust lawsuits out there on. Well, the, that's one thing I, I'd like to ask you. It, th- th- this just seems like if somebody would get the information and track, I know the ESG funds are tracking lower than the S&P 500. I don't know yes. what the threshold is, but there's got to be a class action suit against all of these people for taking my retirement money and then telling me I should expect lower returns for a few years. That's that's not what I asked you to do. I didn't ask you to um, uh, put your money into something that is an ideological argument. I asked you to make me money. Why is there not a class action lawsuit being thought of? I know that there is one being thought of. And there has been discussions, I know, amongst attorney generals and other people within the federal government, our elected officials there in Congress, about the idea of an antitrust violation going on here not only with the asset managers, but don't forget that duopoly that you have in terms of proxy advisors, Glass-Lewis and ISS, 97%. I mean, is that not a monopoly? I don't know what that (laughs) meant. I don't know what you just said. What does that mean? Um, So Glass-Lewis and ISS, who are the proxy advisors uh, on all of the pension boards, Okay. They are. They do the advisement for ninety-seven percent of the oh market. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! I mean, this is brilliant. I mean, Riley, this is really. I mean, this is the crime of the century. What what's happened? Now, maybe the crime of humanity. The way the progressives have put this whole thing together, it is going to be admired. I mean, hopefully for you know for years like we admire the Nazis being so evil. And so brilliant in the way they put that thing together. They dupe people for so long. I think this is uh, akin to that kind of stuff. They are. This is brilliant planning, really brilliant planning. Well, you mentioning the Nazis brings me to a great point here. Uh, We've sent out a letter with uh, 17 other state treasurers on Morningstar. Morningstar rates all the college 529 savings plans in the country. Sounds like a good thing. Well, they have an ESG scoring arm in this, and they've decided to add in BDS, Boycott, Divest, Sanction, Israel, as part of their scoring system. So they're bringing in the anti-Semitic aspect of this as well. And so if you don't think this is about the great reset and the new world order that these people want to put into place, I I, I got news for you. Didn't a lot of states pass bills that they wouldn't invest if you were a BDS uh, participant? Yes, we have that in West Virginia and many other states have anti-BDS legislation. So our attorney generals have sent letters as well to them saying that they are going to look at this to see if this is a violation of our law. And if it is, then we are going to have to break contract with them. Good. I got to tell you, but, but this is the problem. You got they, they, get, they got us in a box, right? Because 
everybody who looks at a college savings plan looks at Morningstar's ratings. They have a monopoly on it. We've just we've just boxed ourselves into a corner and it's time to get out. It's time to get out. And I thank you, Riley, for really being one of the good guys and leading on this. Thank you so much. From West Virginia, the state treasurer, Riley Moore. God bless. Well, the time has come. Kids are back in school and parents are rejoicing. Yay. You know, 20 percent of the kids are not going back to school. Oh, did you hear Washington? Washington, D.C. has uh, just said we're not going to do any kind of homeschooling at all. There's no, you know, there's no online classes. So if your kid didn't get a vaccine, tough, they got to get one. This is insane. Anyway, uh, your kids are going to go back to school. They're going to learn all kinds of things about how racist this country is and all the history that's upside down. And, uh, you know, the, the free market is really bad. Fortunately, you have a source that will help you. We can't just live it. We must teach it and live it in our families. The Tuttle Twins have eight different book bundles for kids of different ages, and every bundle is on sale this week and only this week. This is the last day. They teach all of the fundamentals of true American history, of what the Fed is, how inflation works, uh, small businesses, and how important it is to be an entrepreneur, the ideas that created this country. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Get a discount on all of their bundles, no matter what the age group is. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Do it now. 10 seconds, Station 90. Well, welcome to the uh, program. We've got, uh, my gosh, we've got a, this has been a busy, busy week. Busy week. Um, you mentioned uh, a couple of minutes ago or in the commercial, Glenn, about the the, the vaccination and uh, mask stuff that still exists. Yeah. Look, a lot of it's gone, and thankfully. I think a lot of that's because uh, the right and the middle a lot of times pu- pushed against that, and thankfully that a lot of it's gone away. I am fascinated by this Novak Djokovic thing that's going on. Best tennis player in the world, supposed to come here for the U.S. Open is now being banned from the country because he's unvaccinated. Now, he's already missed Australian Opens for this. He's missed big tournaments. He could be the all-time record holder for Grand Slams. Didn't and he, he play here last year? That's or? the crazy thing. In Nova- uh, in uh, Last year, uh, in 2021, he came and played in the U.S. Open as an unvaccinated player. And he was unable to play in Australia that same year. Now, of course, if you go back to this time period, you're talking about a time where COVID was much, much worse, that more people were dying. Obviously, the situation with Novak Djokovic, he's not at all personally at risk. He's an elite athlete. Um, You know, the the chances of him having an issue. But if I'm an elite athlete with just the few things that are real that you have a shot of, I'm not putting that. For now, I'm not putting that in my, it's not worth the risk. Certainly it should be your own choice. Yes. I mean, and so we're now banning him from the country so he can't come and play in this tennis tournament that he played at last year when COVID was worse. And now he's had COVID twice. So the 
he obviously has natural immunity and whatever whatever that would even mean for Novak Djokovic, considering he's such a low-risk candidate for anything bad to happen. We're at a situation where everything has been listed, lifted basically across the country. There's a couple schools in Philadelphia still doing mask mandates. I think Georgetown University still doing it. Mm-hmm. There's some of the vaccine mandate stuff, but that never really got to... You know, it was overturned by the courts, never really hit that the, the level we were worried about uh, when this stuff was going on. And still, this guy can't come in and play this tennis tournament, an outdoor tournament where he's standing on the side of the court by himself, feet and feet and feet away from anybody, you know, even remotely close to him. They won't let him come play. This is insanity. Insanity. And the guy should be able to come over here and play the tennis tournament. And you just say, hey, look, you're taking your own risk. If you think this is going to be risky, then you know what? I don't know. Allow people to look at their own lives and make their own decisions. Well, everyone else will be vaccinated. Right. So, you know, I know it doesn't stop it, but it's supposed to lessen the complications so you don't kill people. Everyone else will be vaccinated. It makes no sense Something like over 80% of U.S. adults have already been vaccinated and the remaining 20% have probably already had it not to mention probably three quarters of the people who are vaccinated have had it I am proud to say I have had COVID fewer times without the vaccine than Joe Biden and his (laughs) wife I just want to point that out is that true You've yeah. had it twice. They've, she's had, he's had it twice, right? And she's had it twice. Although she, I think she's now in a rebound. She's on three. She's, she's well, the rebound three. case is really an extension of the probably the first case, but whatever. The whatever. bottom line is the bottom line. The Glenn Beck program. Hey, you might want to think about investing in gold or silver. I'm just saying. You know, inflation is going up. The Fed just today said, yeah, we're going to continue to raise the interest rates until we get this under control. And I think Jerome Powell said it with extra little uh, panache today after the 700 to possibly $1 trillion uh, loan forgiveness or transfer of wealth. It is it's insane. This is going to add to inflation. The dollar is going to spiral out of control at some point. It is. It is. And somebody's going to have a, comp- a competitor for uh, world reserve currency. It's already happening. It's a matter of time. Please consider gold or silver, and especially for your retirement account. They've got for new applications, you're going to get some gold and silver just for filling the application out. Uh, and find out your retirement account. Please protect it. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Get access to Rob Schneider's podcast. It's going to be a great one. Use the promo code Glenn. All right, we have a uh, monkeypox update. Stu. We do have a monkeypox update, Glenn, and it's, uh, it's, it's, a, rough, it's a rough tale. Uh, a gentleman who, who went into the doctors and had some, some health issues, and uh, including a rash. And, you know, when you got a rash this time of day... You got to check know, that rash. You got to check that rash. And if mm-hmm. it's, it's 2022, you're thinking it might be the pox. Right. 
You don't want it to be the pox, but it right. could be the pox. Right. So he went in, got a little test, found out. Yes. Monkey it's the pox. pox. He's it's, got he's the monkey got pox. Monkey it's pox. very, very sad. Now, bad. Gonna hurt his ver- dating possibilities. Very, very bad. Now, right. he also got another result. Uh, he's also he was also the same day found out he's HIV positive. Oh my god! So that sucks. Uh, right. You don't want that. I got bad news and bad news. Yeah. Right. And then he also oh my god found out on the on the same day cancer. He was COVID positive. Oh. So well now the doctor could say I've got bad news and bad news, but I also have good news. Because <laughs> right. in really looking at both of them, really one of them is kind of good news. You're like, oh my oh, goodness. Thank God. Oh, thank goodness it's only COVID. Just Omicron. But yeah. by the way, you uh, you mentioned someone's uh, dating futures. Um, <laughs> we have another, another monkeypox. Monkey yes. mm-hmm. We have another okay. monkeypox update here, Glenn. This one's Sorry, important. I didn't mean to end it early. Yet. No, it's all right. This one you need to know about. Okay. A 39-year-old bachelor named Zach McCullen. McMullen, excuse me, McMullen. I don't think this is oh, the guy, the guy running, running not the CIA Mike. agent. It could be the guy. I don't know. I don't okay. think his name is Zach, All but right. I could be the guy running against Mike Lee. No, we don't know. It's Egg. Egg but McMuffin. That's the, Egg. I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. So he is, he is pleading with the with the American people to understand his situation. People are staring at him. They don't want to come near him. Does he have monkey pox? That seems to be what people believe. However. He just has psoriasis, the heartbreak of psoriasis. Oh my gosh, and it is a heartbreak, especially now with monkeypox. It's worse now than even when the commercials were out that said, do you have the heartbreak of psoriasis? Yeah, most of us said, no, I don't know, even know what that is. Right, so it's a yeah. kind of a, uh, icky skin thing that <laughs> yeah, is not yeah, yeah, the yeah. most fun. Right. But not at all monkeypox. But right. now, no one will come talk to this guy. He said, I don't deserve to be treated like a leper. Which, apparently, lepers do deserve to be treated by like, like lepers, <laughs> but not him. That's a really good, really good. Will we all die from the monkeypox? Will he ever date again? Mm. Find out in our next exciting episode. All right, I have. We still nothing from the uh, affidavit. Hmm. Had to be out by noon Eastern. Which uh, so is about 20 minutes. 20 minutes away. <laughs> and uh, so I guess they're waiting to the last minute here. Yeah. Okay. Kind of hoping they released it early so we could talk about it, but we really can't. And now then let me, when they release it, we'll see nothing but black lines. <laughs> now let me, that's all, that's <laughs> all we'll see. Um, let me ask you. There's a story out of Thailand today. I mean, normally, I don't really care about all the stories out of Thailand. You know, unless it's Americans that are going over for little children, then I kind of care about it. Well, you're but, an evil American and only care about y- yourself and yes, other uh, exactly. white people. Well, I care you're... about this one. I care about this you one. You do? Okay, yes. Okay. Well, somebody was killed. Oh my. Somebody was brutally stabbed to death, okay? Uh, 32-year-old Sapachi Wongfade mm. uh, was found in a pool of his blood at a rubber plantation, um, he was killed by a 20-year-old male named Pom Pam, mm-hmm. who stabbed the man multiple times and actually tore his body in half. Wow. Now, the reason why I bring this up is because they say that it's because the 20-year-old male was super hot because of climate change. <laughs> so the okay. murder was... N- not necessarily the fault of the murderer. It was the fault of the climate, climate change. Yes. Your SUV. That he was, that uh, Supe, 
or Soup Chai or Soup Chai. I don't know. The other guy that got cut in half, mm-hmm. he was forcing Pom Pam kind of in a slavery kind of uh, way there at the rubber plant. Right. Okay. And uh, it wouldn't be that Pom Pam just snapped because no. I'm not going to be your slave. No, it's the heat. So it's not the enslavement part. It's the temperature. It's the temperature. Mm -hmm. It's the temperature. Now, uh, he did not. There's no doubt that he was the one who stabbed the man to death uh, because he he tore the body in half and then stood over the body for hours. Hours. That's where they found him standing over the body. Pom Pam. And they actually, mm-hmm. they didn't even want to approach him. He was so dangerous. They took him out. Uh, they had to shoot uh, 1,600 feet away. And they took him down with a tranquilizer dart. Wow. Yeah. So- I should mention that Pom Pam is an elephant. <laughs> um, okay. but This is starting to make a little more sense. Well, the brutality of it and standing over, you know, mm-hmm. and he did stab him to death with his tusks. Okay. And then ripped him apart. Um, but they're still, the they're part of the still, story, they the, are blaming climate change. I thought okay. the important part <laughs> of the story was not that this elephant was hot. Mm. It, it's that he's been enslaved. He's forced every day <laughs> to take, you know, this stuff from a rubber plant and transport it places. And I think maybe the elephant was like, you know, dude, you really piss me off. And today I'm hot. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not your slave. What do you think? I think that could be. Seems more likely more than the likely. hot temperature. What's, where was this again? Thailand? Thailand. Thailand is a. It's always hot. It's kind of hot all Elephants the time. Elephants are always, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, they tend not to be in like Siberia. You know, they tend to be in hot places. They also don't have any fur. So, you know, that implies that they live in hot places. Mm. Poor Pom Pam. I mean, at the end of the day, he's just looking for his freedom. It's essentially his version of the Revolutionary War. Or the Civil War. <laughs> okay, I don't know. <laughs> That's that a Civil War. The Revolutionary War, we were fighting for freedom... From a government, the Civil War, I mean, I I guess... Uh, I mean, he was a slave. Right. He was a slave. Yes. And while many African Americans fought valiantly mm-hmm. in the free part of the United States... True. ...for the Revolutionary War, mm-hmm. uh, they didn't win their freedom. And I don't think Pom Pam is going to win it either. <laughs> I don't... I my think, guess is Pom Pam is not alive at this point. My I guess is they just... Pom Pam probably not going back to the chain gang. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's probably, he's not like Dumbo's mom. Yeah, they're just going to shoot him in the head, unfortunately. Unfortunately. For Pom Pam. Yes, and I think all animal kinds. It's hard to t- tell a tragic story about something named Pom Pam. It just, it just feels like, I don't know why, you can't get the, the emotions are not really? elicited when you try to no. tell the terrible tale of Pom Pam. You know what? You can thank your whiteness for that. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. That's because a, probably culturally people over in Thailand are like, what, why can't we feel bad for Pom Pam? That was my grandmother. Or what do father. you mean? St- 
Dubrigier. <laughs> what do you mean by that? That's a fair point. It's, it's you know what? I am American-centric, and I'm proud to be that way. Um, I believe it was philosopher Lee Greenwood who <clears throat> once brought us through the emotional tale of how he is proud to be an American. Yeah, that's good. And uh, that's, that's good. the way I live my that's life, good. Glenn. That's I don't good. know about you, Mr. I'm, you know, you're hoping to relive the Civil War over there, but uh, I'm, I happen to be. It means freeing the elephants. I'm for it. (laughs) I mean, I I mean, we do. Well, I was going to say we do have, you know, trucks now, diesel, gasoline, but no, no. Oh, my gosh. Has anybody thought about the enslaving of elephants and what that's going to do? I mean, when they have to get when you need rubber. You're going to need to get rubber. And they right now, they're not using trucks. Imagine what will happen when there are no cars left. How are we going to have tires? Billionaire, BM, BL, billionaire BMW Air has urged Europe to do everything they can to help prevent Donald Trump's reelection. So the billionaire uh, that, uh, you know, is behind BMW the luxury brand there called on the people of Europe said, we've got to stop Donald Trump. Now that seems like election interference. You know what he's suggesting. How is it? They're going to prevent Donald Trump over in Europe. Hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, I, I think that's great. I mean, this gentleman, uh, I believe still lives in Germany where his castle might get a little cold uh, this winter because Europe didn't listen to Donald Trump. But, uh, hey, that's cool. That's cool. And congratulations on uh, years and years and years of of making and profiting off those evil cars that have done what your BMWs have done uh, to our environment Pom Pam, if he was alive, would be weeping right now at this story. By the way, one other thing I think it's important to mention. It was just a few years ago that this same guy had to apologize for BMW's role in the Holocaust. So there is that. Back in a minute. What was uh, Pom Pam's role in the Holocaust? He didn't have one. Okay, good. He didn't have one. I Pom Pam was quoted in the day of saying, if Hitler was here, I'd stomp him to death. Mm. Yeah. So a hero. Did we even think about unleashing elephants into Germany to stomp Hitler to death? I don't think we did. I've read a he lot of He loved animals. He would have been like, hey, Pom Pam, come over here. And then stomped then, him to death. Then we would have ended yeah, the war. Yeah, ended the war. Mm-hmm. See, this is why we should be running the world. Right. Because, mm-hmm. hey, you have pain. Pain that despite all your efforts down through the years, just you haven't been able to get rid of. Uh, let me tell you about something that might be exactly what you need. It's called Relief Factor. Help me with my pain. Uh, in fact, once I started taking it, I got my life back. And uh, I had to admit my wife was right. And it was... That's the downside of Relief Factor. If your wife is like, why aren't you taking that? You're going to have to admit she was right. And I don't know, pain, admitting you're wrong. Uh, 
This wasn't a drug. Uh, this is developed by doctors, has four key ingredients that fight inflammation, which is the source of most of our pain and most of our problems in our body. The three-week quick start developed for you is $19.95, dollar a day like a trial pack. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor. About 70% of them have gone on to order more. So go to relieffactor.com now, 1-800, the number 4-RELIEF, 1-800-4-RELIEF, or relieffactor.com. 1995 three-week quick start, available now, 800-4-RELIEF, or relieffactor.com. Glenn Beck, join the conversation, 888-727-BECK. So uh, we have a a podcast, Uh, by the way, before we get to this, speaking of podcasts, what happened to Ben Shapiro yesterday, was it yesterday or day before is absolutely inexcusable. If you can't stand to be in the room with somebody at a general conference, which every conservative has ever had to do, even CPAC, there will be liberals there. We don't. We don't cry and say, I need an apology because I'm so hurt. I can't be in the same room with that person that has a different idea about taxes than I do. Oh my gosh. It is crazy what is happening. Anyway, our podcast, Rob Schneider, um, it's uh, it's quite an amazing thing. He's very frank and it says, I don't care about my career anymore because it's already been destroyed. Um, His new movie is a daddy daughter trip. Yep. Yeah. Daddy daughter trip. It's only going to be playing in Harkins movie theaters because he had to make a deal with a movie theater chain to get it to be seen, as he said in the podcast, because everything, uh, all these people that I've made tons of money for, he said uh, they didn't want to release it because now I'm a conservative. I mean, that's incredible. Just incredible. Really is incredible. And he's not like some. God, he's know. not a crazy whack job right i don't know i just it's hard to it's hard to understand how this happens like and, and it is only one side of the aisle and for the people who are always out there saying like well we need to do more we need to be more aggressive you can see why this connects with people because the other side never no tries to make sensible fair decisions right you know that he he talks about saturday night live he talks about hollywood um it's a really funny funny episode but we talked about how Saturday Night Live is just over. It's just over. And I found out that the head writer, I didn't know this, the head writer of Saturday Night Live is a conservative. Yeah, he said that in the podcast, which is interesting. You've yeah. seen this guy before, too. He's, he's not been in a lot of things, but he's been in some very famous comedic moments over the past 20, 30 years. Uh, Where would I have seen he, him? Probably, I think his most famous thing was <laughs> Billy Madison, the greatest moment of Billy Madison. Maybe one of the greatest comedic moments of the of the '90s comedy. This is <laughs> wow. You know, Adam Sandler has the big triumphant speech. He thinks he's won this contest. The game show. He's thing. proud. The music's swelling. Everything's going crazy, and then this happens. Mr. Madison, what you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic <laughs> things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response. Were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? (laughs) Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points 
and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> that should be played after every Joe Biden speech. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yes, or Kamala Harris. Yeah, that is. Or Corinne Jean-Pierre. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. There's so much use for that clip. <laughs> we should start putting those together. Um, I didn't know he was the head writer. Yeah, for 30 years or something wow. like that. And a conservative? And isn't he like uh, uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s uncle? I think so, yeah. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr.'s uncle, which I think is why. I got to do a podcast with this. You got to talk to him. I got to talk to Imagine the backstory. Guy. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, it is uh, a podcast out now for Blaze TV subscribers tomorrow, the YouTube, Glenn and wherever you get your podcasts.